in a crude laboratory in the basement of his home. Welcome to the CEO Raider Podcast at your host, John Mayetta. If you like this podcast, leave us a five-star rating at Apple Podcasts. If you haven't visited CEORaider.com, please do so. We'd love to hear what you have to say about your company or CEO. All feedback is anonymous. You can write a review or click and leave a rating. At CEORaider.com today, I wanted to talk about blockchain. And I'm not doing a blockchain teaching. My assumption is that you are familiar at a high level with blockchain. So blockchain getting a lot of buzz in the venture community. A fair amount of buzz in the financial services community. A number of the the larger banks and custodians have been testing blockchain and have deployed blockchain on a limited basis for the past several years. And I feel like I'm about to see a movie sequel or an old movie replay for the third or fourth time with regard to blockchain. Not that I've seen the blockchain movie before because it's new but I've seen other movies that look a lot like blockchain. And so I want to talk about zombie blockchain companies. And what does that mean? Well, I can think of other spaces within the world of technology, predominantly software, because that's where I've spent most of my life, first as a banker and then running M&A within software for an an insure tech company. And so across a variety of software verticals, I've seen different phases and stages of euphoria where whether it's insiders meaning those within the the technology industry you know uh, engineers product managers product developers and so forth salespeople, or whether it's those who operate at the periphery like venture capital or industry analysts that cover and publish on a particular industry vertical but you've seen a number of different industry subverticals, product categories, infrastructure layer, uh, various phenomena that have swept through tech over the years. Think about big data. Think about IoT, sort of a couple of the current ones, although big data is not terribly current. Think about um, XML. Data integration back in the 0304 time frame where different protocols are going to eliminate the need for old-fashioned legacy integration. But various phenomena often sweep through tech. And when they sweep through, invariably what happens is venture capital guys will come in and deploy a ton of capital in that particular vertical. The vertical becomes overfunded. One or two or three companies really gain traction and scale over the next decade or two. And you may have half a dozen or so public companies in the space and two or three really own that vertical and have multiple billion dollar market caps. Or none of them scale one or two gain some traction, get acquired, and the rest become zombie companies. And by zombie companies, I mean they have cash on the balance sheet because venture poured a ton of company, a ton of capital into those companies. 
and they have enough capital to kind of run the business for the next five or 10 years. But they have essentially zero path to growth because what growth there is has been sucked up by the top two or three companies in the space or there's just very little growth in the vertical and whatever growth was was consumed by the leader or two or three leaders at one point in time early in that industry's life cycle and those two or three companies have since been acquired so there really isn't an industry to speak of and so what it feels like to me in terms of what's going to happen with blockchain let's compare it to one of the more recent ones big data which started to that, that term started to get thrown around with some frequency in 2012 2013 all of these big data companies were going to get funded and scaled to be massive companies venture poured a lot of money into the big data space these big data companies were essentially, uh, to use a broad term, analytics companies, where data would be ingested into some type of a data warehouse. It would be cleansed. It would be normalized. Once cleansed and normalized, it would be analyzed. There are a variety of tools in the space to help analyze the data. Some of the companies backed by, by Venture were created to uh, essentially become a new set of analytical tools. Others were created to be a new form of a uh, data warehouse or data reservoir. Uh, some companies uh, became machine learning platforms. Uh, the, the space hit a bit of a wall in that when these companies go to market, they're typically uh, consulting engagements. They're long-term consulting projects, lumpy revenue. Those companies just can't get public. You need to have smooth revenue, specifically recurring revenue, preferably a subscription model in these companies that go to market with these large consulting engagement type of opportunities they find it difficult to productize themselves and as a result they find it difficult to go to market with a revenue model that Wall Street likes to see from public companies so as a result a lot of these companies just don't go public and with big data Many of these companies found it difficult to scale because they require a, a massive amount of, um, of engineers to build the platform, to perform the work once a client's engaged. And as a result, they find it difficult to scale because there just aren't enough engineers to go around. And many of these big data companies ended up having to, to sell themselves. Now, the, one of the higher profile ones you may be aware of is Palantir, which did work for the U.S. government is scaling that back. They also play in the financial services space. Uh, they have enough people to not have to sell themselves. They have a path to growth, but it's still not the type of company that you would take public. I see something similar with blockchain. It's less of a resource issue. It's less of an engineering issue. 
it's more of a ownership issue. And what do I mean by that? Well, there are a number of companies that play in the blockchain space within capital markets that enable trade execution. So the buying and selling of various securities. They have the ability to execute trades and to settle trades. So the life cycle of a trade, they have the ability to, to execute the full life cycle of a trade, a buy order, a sell order. The problem is the interested parties who dominate trading today, the various buy-side firms, whether they're plain vanilla buy-side firms like Fidelity and Putnam or hedge funds, quant shops, and their counterparties, the sell side, the banks like J.P. Morgan, Goldman Sachs, they own trading. They own the infrastructure. The big banks, the big custodian, the State Street Bank would be an example of a custodian, a large custodian. Deutsche has a large practice. JPM, they all do. They own the technology infrastructure. And they are enormous companies. Particularly when you think about companies like JP Morgan. Well, guess what? They're going to own blockchain. It's going to look a lot like Big Pharma. I think is how blockchain is going to going to play out. You're going to have a number of companies that are venture funded. The venture capital guys will overfund the space. And I'm talking about blockchain within capital markets. By the way, there are a number of ways you could apply blockchain, which is a distributed database. There are a number of use cases outside of financial services to deploy blockchain. But within financial services, within capital markets, within trade execution, trade order management, the large banks are going to own the space. So I think you're going to see innovation by a number of these companies. I think those that get the, the most traction early on, excuse me, are going to get acquired by the big banks, much like in Pharmaland. The small startup pharmaceutical companies will innovate, and the large pharma companies will acquire that startup. So a lot of innovation within pharma happens outside of the large pharmaceutical companies. I think that's what's going to happen with blockchain. Uh, a number of these folks, a number of these blockchain startups will get traction. Uh, a small number will be acquired by the J.P. Morgans of the world. And you're going to have scores of blockchain companies that have been well financed by venture capital that simply will not have room to grow. They will not be able to scale. They will have to pivot to a different business model or you know, they're gonna have a five or 10 year horizon given the cash on the balance sheet and top line will be flat or slightly down over time. Not a pleasant prospect if you're an employee. And the VC guys will pretend, pretend and extend. It's a real estate term. But you'll see the VC guys hope that somebody comes along and acquires that company from their portfolio. Uh, they'll try to find another VC to deploy capital at a higher valuation and provide them with an exit, but that's not going to happen. And so eventually these companies will have to be written down and, and sold off at a fraction of the valuation at which the VCs put money in and couldn't put money in fast enough on an A round and on a B round and on a C round. Some of these won't get beyond uh, an A round. But it definitely feels like it is going to be an overfunded space. And you will see a lot of zombie blockchain companies, particularly within the capital markets vertical. That's all for now. See you next time.